Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelor recap podcast hosted by a male interracial best friend duo in the United States, Central Time Zone. They got to get rid of time zones, AB. I was reading some stuff about that. There's too many time zones in America. What's the point? (laughs) Well, the point is like farmers and shit. Do you know how many time zones China has? How many? One? One. That (laughs) one time zone. What's the point? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? tired of it get rid of the time zones if trump gets rid of the time zones it's all we're back to square one we're even <laughs> and gets the balls out of prison of course well yeah we'll talk about that on another podcast the rimcast i'm your host tim kennedy jr with me as always alex w bradford ab how's it going man it's going great going great excited to be back in the, in the bachelor game yeah i just finished watching the first episode loved it well, the first episode, now for new listeners, and we expect there to be thousands, don't know why, but we expect that always every time we record, it keeps us going, as a thank you to our loyal Rosecast Nation listeners, we're going back in time. I'm going to put the Back to the Future, some Back to the Future sound in right here. This is a reminder for me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we're going back in time to recap Emily Maynard's season of The Bachelorette, which features our next Bachelor. Ari Leyendyke, which I spelled out phonetically in my notes, because I, God knows I don't know how to spell his last name for no. real. Ari <laughs> Leyendyke Jr., shout out to dudes named after their dads. We're recapping her season, one episode at a time, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, barring injury, illness, or some other calamity. And AB has a two-year-old, so you never know when he'll be under the weather with like some organ trail type illness. <laughs> The mumps or Dysentery. something. <laughs> Dysentery, yeah. <laughs> Today, we're talking episode one, which AB just watched, where we meet Emily. We meet the guys. Probably going to roast their suits. A lot of, like, a lot... The monochromatic thing was still going on in 2012, and there a lot of guys had, like, they'd wear a, a suit, and then they'd wear the same color tie as the suit, and then some bright shirt underneath it's amazing how much fashion changes in five years the things i noticed about the fashion rim was number one 
only one person was wearing a skinny cool tie, a, a current day cool tie. And it was Chris Harrison, the legend. The, I was going to say fashion icon. Chris was the only one who's like ahead of the curve. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes way to the cut. The, yeah. It was super slim fit. It fucking yeah. shit was looked real nice on Chris. Everyone else had these baggy suits. Oh. A couple guys had like wrinkly suits. <laughs> Fashion wasn't really what it was about. And they had you're these dead, fat dead dad right. ties. Yes, some of the ties were outrageous. And if you want to take it a step further into me being like a snob about it, which is crazy when you see how I dress, how could Rim be a snob? A lot of the guys, they had they tied their ties very poorly. Their knots were a joke. I'm a tie knot connoisseur, and no, very few of these guys had a power dimple. If I'm the bachelorette and you roll up and you don't have a power dimple on your tie, that's like a you're not getting a rose on night one, period. I don't care who you are, how, how good you look. <laughs> anyway well our goal is to shoot for a half hour on these recap episodes because we're talking about a tv show that's five years old now but you know how rim and ab get sometimes it's already been four minutes and we're t- we haven't even got to the show yet so <laughs> right. hey, can i touch on something else rim yeah real go quick? ahead <laughs> first thing i know, first thing i noticed when i turned the show how, how did we as humans watch non-hd tv this shit oh. is trash yeah, quality. How did we as a public, as a people, allow it to not be HD for so long? I don't even understand how I watch this. I'm so with the AB, and I'm almost positive that this, the it's on ABC.com. But I should have mentioned that. If you're new to the show and you want to follow yeah. along, we'll post the link. All the episodes are on ABC.com. I'm pretty sure they like cleaned these up. From this what is they better used to than be. what we this is the best possible. Yeah, actually aired. Yeah. Oh my god! It's Imagine bad. in sports too. You go, you go back Ugh. and you watch sports in non HD. It's like, how? Why did people even like football? How did I don't you, understand. How did you, you see even anything. see who was who? It's crazy, crazy. We'll save that for a whole other pod. We're gonna start a, another vertical in the Eight Screens Empire <laughs> called like, how did people do this ten years ago? This isn't even that long ago. Be we're talking five years. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't even long. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get to know Emily a little bit. The intro, I, I now you've watched the season before, correct? Yes. I yes. have not. Long-time listeners know that I'm relatively new to the Bachelor game, so I've never seen any of these episodes. I didn't know who Emily was. We're in her hometown of Charlotte, North Carolina. You told me this probably five or ten times, and I still forgot it. I was still shocked when she revealed it, but she has a six- or seven-year-old daughter named Ricky. Yep. Named, of course, after legendary talk show host Ricky Lake. What I didn't know. (laughs) That's not true true at all. What I didn't know. Charlotte's own Ricky Lake. What I didn't know is that her former fiance, and this is by far the most tragic story in the history of this franchise. Her former fiance died in a plane crash. On the way to a race, he was a race car driver, and then that alone is tragic enough. The next day she learned, or the next Friday she said she learned she was pregnant. Oh my goodness. I had completely forgotten about the whole fiancé thing. I didn't, I had forgotten about that, but this, yeah. When she, when she said she found out she was pregnant the Friday after he died, wow. Oof. Wow. Yeah, there. that story, that's tragic. Incredible. You know, and shout out to her for putting herself out like that's a tough thing to tell the world and then still go find love on a tv show that there that story even though she's overcoming her circumstances and and raising her daughter beautifully as a single parent that story does kind of for a while at least 
is a little like dark cloud over everything because yeah. Ari, as we know, is also a race car driver. That comes up early on. Very tragic story. I didn't know that was coming, even though the show's five years <laughs> old. I didn't know. Um, <laughs> and you've told me that. I'm, I'm positive you've told me that a bunch of times, but here we are. Uh, she was on Brad's season of The Bachelorette. Got quite a way. I, I was taking notes. I said, well, she got quite a ways on Brad's season. She, oh, she, she won got pretty far, season. huh? <laughs> she got pretty far. I thought to myself, okay, so she obviously got second, and this is, she's the bachelorette. No, Brad proposed. She accepted. AB, do we know why they broke up? No. Here's the thing. I, I It looked like they broke up before the the reunion. Is that kind of what you gathered from it? I don't know. Maybe someone can fill us in. Well, because she was she she revealed it on a solo interview, yeah, with Chris Harrison, Mister Three Thousand and Eight. So, it, <laughs> that's that's what it figured to me. It was a quick breakup, which was surprising to me based on the ten second clips that I saw from the season. I thought sure. Brad was sincere in the engagement. I thought they were really going to make yeah. it. I was nope. stunned when they broke it off. I thought, <laughs> okay, well, Brad must have died too. There's no way these two didn't make it. There's <laughs> no, no chance. You wonder too if that's part of, you know. I know TMZ and all that was around back then, but even more so now than five years ago, we know so much more about these people's lives. Like if if that happened yeah. today, we would know every detail about why they broke up. And maybe that's out there, and they just didn't. Put I bet it on the it's show. out there. Someone someone can tell. Hit the text line. Give them the text line, Rim. Oh God! All right. <laughs> <laughs> someone, hit us, someone, someone hit us with what happened to yeah. Brad and Emily. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to look it up. And also, this happens. No. <laughs> ev- this happens every time. Ab goes. Tell him what the text line is. Rim and I have to look it up. All right, here it is. <laughs> Here's the text line number: seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. That's the official number for the Rosecast mailbag. So if you got a comment, if you got a question, if uh, we don't know what we're talking about, and you want to correct us, that's where you hit us up. Um, so anyway, yeah. Um, this intro got me. I like Emily. Uh, no bones about it. She does have the classic bachelorette look. I'll say that people outsiders who don't watch a show and roll their eyes, they say like, well, that's, they all look like Barbie. Emily does kind of have that, uh, that look. She rides horses. I'm in, I'm in on Emily and I'm in on her keeping it in Charlotte. AB. She's that, that Southern, she's got that Southern feel to her. That is real nice. Wait till you get to episode two. It's possibly the most highfalutin southern situation the most highfalutin <laughs> southern date you'll ever see uh let's move on to some of the the guy the background of these guys we're gonna we're gonna gloss just so you know how this is gonna go we're not gonna do a hundred an hour and a hundred an hour and 20 minute episodes on on these shows we're gonna gloss over a lot of the stuff that isn't ari emily or fashion related or chris harrison related. or super funny just super funny stuff yeah yeah like we're not we're not gonna break down every tom dick and harry that's and these no. guys too there's a lot of uh like clones i'll call them on here a lot of white people out here rim well i'll tell you what ab even more <laughs> than i expected <laughs> a lot of white people white guys hanging out around here i mean I know the show's gotten better, and you've told me the show's gotten better, but I thought we were talking, like, since 2003. <laughs> no, this is, no. This is an appalling level <laughs> of whiteness Would you say on this show. There may be one black guy. I'm not positive what uh, one oh, of... Oh, I, I, I... Yes, I got, it, I got it all written down. Don't worry okay. about it. There was one guy. There was one black guy, um, Larone. 
he didn't get a roast for a schneid. Spoiler alert. Oh, he didn't? Okay. And, no, he didn't. So there's no black guys. This is of episode two. There are no black guys. There's a guy from Brazil yep. who lives in Minneapolis, and then a guy from, I don't, I didn't catch where he was from, but his name's like Alejandro. Colombia. Colombia, that's one right. One of them's Colombia. One of them's from Brazil. The two uh, different minorities. <laughs> anyway, let's run down. Uh, first guy that we get to know a little bit, Kalen. The 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 villain and I love it, AB. I love his instant villain. villain. Oh my goodness! <laughs> he's his thing was like I used to be a douche, but I'm not a douche anymore. I'm ready to not be a douche. And he's like 26, <laughs> he's sitting in a sitting in a suit in like a gigantic business office. Oh, oh yeah, the guy in the fifteen hundred dollars suit is gonna hold the door for the guy who doesn't make that in three months. <laughs> the arrested development. Kaylin, luxury brand consultant. Um, not a lot of no disrespect if any of you dudes out there are named Kaylin. Not a lot of K A L O Ns that are like normal, regular dudes. You're probably gonna be a little a little on the weird side. Next up, Ryan, former football player, now a trainer. Hey, hold up, Brim. Yeah. Kaylin. You think he's a douchebag now? It gets even worse. Let me tell you that right now. Oh, folks. It only gets worse. There's a lot of people out there who are probably listening that are listening because the the chemistry here is um, undeniable and irresistible, and they're not watching along with us. Folks, Kalen pulls an an all-time entrance move. Mm Mm-hmm. Next up, Ryan, football player. I said, got a good body, got a crap haircut. That's all there is to it. From Georgia. He's he's every football player from Georgia, I'll put it that way. Tony buys and sells lumber. Tough act to follow for Tony coming after the super rich guy and then the former NFL player, and then they show Tony just like, Woo, pretty good piece of wood right there at a lumber yard at your local Menards. <laughs> he's a dad though. Give him the one up for that. Yes. Yeah. It, you know, in the in this show, longtime listeners know we kind of give a little side eye to the parents who are on the show. But in this scenario, when the object of their desire is a single parent, I am a little more lenient on the contestants who are parents because they have something to connect over. It's a little, you kind of feel like, Oh, okay, well they really just want to find, find love. I don't know why that's probably wrong and very inconsistently, but that's the way I think. That's something that I'm with you. Same way. I feel like it gives them the leg up in these situations. Absolutely. And we saw that season. with the first impression, Rose. Next up, Larone. He's the black guy. That's all I got on Larone. 29, good-looking dude. I had a feeling when he came on the screen that we weren't going to be seeing much of Larone. <laughs> David, singer-songwriter, braggadocious. What did you have on David's uh, singing ability? I thought he was terrible. Trash singer. I don't know. Is this a joke? That he's a singer? If I were going to... When he started singing, I was like, is this is a gag? A is he actually a comedian? <laughs> is this a fucking gimmick? He has a bad look, and he's bad at singing. <laughs> His song was literally, Emily, Emily. <laughs> songwriter. Singer, songwriter. Trash, <laughs> trash lyrics, trash voice, trash look. End of story. Yep. Charlie from Nashville. Big Nashville guys here. Remember AB. His uh, sob story is that he was on a balcony that... that collapsed and he, and he broke he like i don't know was that a laugh did you laugh at because he got he's got a brain injury okay it was a, it was a, listen, it's a serious listen, brain injury i was i was not expecting that story to come no uh, i'll tell you what brain injury that's terrible i feel bad for him and his family he overcame it good for him but the fact that 
you almost wonder if it was worth it because he got to go on The Bachelorette and say this line. I may have had a head injury, but there's nothing wrong with my heart. That's a good line, and only he can say that. <laughs> yep. Jeff with one F from Salt Lake City. Entrepreneur. He looks like his reel looked like every like young guy who's about to go on Shark Tank. You know what I mean? Like he's got, oh, yeah. he's, got <laughs> he's got the hair, he's got the skateboard, he's got an idea. What'd you make of Jeff? He's a he's a CEO of a water company, Rim, that's obviously gone bankrupt since this has been filmed. <laughs> that's, that's clear. We've never heard of this water company, whatever it was. He um, obviously spent way too much money on getting like a bus. Whatever. He like walked yeah. off like a <laughs> tour a bus with the water, water logo. He had a tour a water tour bus. Uh yeah, that that's gone bankrupt. Jeff, he's I don't know if you remember what I told you about Jeff before the season started, but He's he's kind of a bachelor bachelorette family villain at this point. That surprises me because I really liked him after this episode. Yeah, yeah. He's been getting dragged on the internet along with Ari. He's kind of him and Ari are kind of boys off off screen. Spoiler um, since their since this season ended. Speaking of Ari, here he is, man of the hour. Scottsdale, Arizona. Race car driver. He's 30 at the time. He's been in the Indy 500. Just say, they don't say this on the show, but his dad was also a, a kind of a legendary race car driver. This is when he brings up the concern that he has. I know Emily's ex-fiance also raced, and he passed away on the way to a race. Being a race car driver could bring back some painful memories for Emily. First impression, there's more later. I was I was impressed that he at least thought that because most of these guys, it's all about their intros are all about them. There's not a lot of like, mm-hmm. here's what I'm thinking about how Emily might perceive me. What did you make of Ari when we first saw him? He's awesome. He's a legendary, legendary guy. I liked him too. <laughs> love, love what he came with. I will say that he's aged in the five years since the show. He's aged 10 to put it conservatively couldn't agree more that was the one thing that really stood out with me as well is this hair has gotten a lot more gray and we're not necessarily ripping the way his hair is gray he looks fine now but back then he looked really good in my opinion that's what i'm trying to Mm -hmm. get across here all right back in charlotte for the introductions ab they must have really liked emily to take the show to north carolina from los angeles to north carolina for her this, her story, as we've already touched on, is incredible. Yes. It was a can't-miss story. There was a lot of fluff in this episode, if you compare it to episodes now. Like, they show like them walking into the mansion, her and Chris. They do a little sit-down in like, the vampire cave with the fucking candles everywhere. <laughs> they do an interview. It's all. It just seemed kind of weird. I also wanted to mention that 2012 AB, this was the absolute height of the skinny tie hysteria and <laughs> you said chris harrison had a good one but wait until we get to later we see we see ties of all shape sizes and colors folks the main thing we learned here was that emily uh more or less wants to be pregnant by the end of the show <laughs> more important than being yeah. engaged she really wants some babies out of these guys the thing i took away from chris and emily talking is kind of like always it seems like chris and the bachelor it would make a better couple than in, her and any of the well, other guys of Can course we agree yes they <laughs> those two have chemistry like crazy 
They have women A B chemistry. Yes, Chris, that can be true for almost any bachelorette. Chris is in touch with his feelings and the bachelorette's feelings more than any guy there. He's not he's there. You want to talk about being there for the right reasons. He's not there to further his profile or anything like that or get more Instagram followers. He's got good style. He's been around the block a couple times. Chris Harrison period would be a better match for any of these these women ab you're right on that do you, do you think he'll ever be the bachelor God, in your we lifetime talk, we talk about this a we, lot we we always want him to be but do you if you were to make a guess right now would you say he will ever be cuz it's got to be in the next 10 years if it's gonna well yeah he's like he's like 40 some right he's got to be yeah um i would guess that if this the popularity of this show wanes a little bit and they do a thing where like all right next season's the last season then he would do it because at that point, they don't have anything to lose. I also think it would be the biggest ratings way to go out. Um, but I also wonder if the popularity of the show will ever wane. I mean, it might just be like yeah. the NBA. It might just continue to increase for eternity. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hey, speaking of Chris, let the journey begin. That's my Chris impression. I didn't change my voice in any way. It was more of a physical impression, <laughs> yeah. which doesn't work for an audio medium, <laughs> but we'll keep it moving. Uh, I like this mansion, AB, but the driveway situation stinks because they don't have a long walk. It's just right from the door yeah. to the stairs. Quick. Speaking of quick, let's run through these knobs. Vast majority of these guys are knobs. Nice guys, but knobs. Um, Sean. Big Daddy fucking smooth. Big Daddy Smooth? What are you yeah, talking about? I don't even I don't even remember what this guy looks like. What did he do that caught your eye? Big Sean, you dumb? Oh, Sean, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. <laughs> the best bachelor of all time, my favorite person ever to be on the show, steps out of the limousine with swag and coolness and super tall. <laughs> Big Daddy Cool? You kidding me? Don't remember Sean? I have a feeling the things that Sean has done since affected your perception. Of oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was when I saw impressed. Sean, I'm like, what up, Sean? <laughs> had nothing to do with anything he did on this, uh, coming out of the fucking limo. Hand up. That's on me for forgetting him because I follow one Bachelor related person from my personal Twitter account, and it's Sean because he's a funny, cool guy. <laughs> he's way cool. The thing is, and all these guys were like this, their intros were so short compared to today. Yeah. All of them. They were short. Not very creative. It was like, hey, nice to meet you. You look beautiful. All right, I'll talk to you inside. And that was it for almost all of them. David, no tie, real loose jacket. Lapels reminded me of the time Michael Scott bought a women's suit on accident. (laughs) (laughs) Real skinny lapels. Here's what he asked coming out of the limo room. He goes, who chose Charlotte? It's like, okay, you moron. Did you do no research before you fucking stepped out of that limo? Come on. Worst worst out of the limo line of all time. And there's been yeah. thousands of bad lines. Was that Who your call? Charlotte? <laughs> Who the fuck you think? The girl that lives in Charlotte with a kid? Or do you think it was Chris Harrison wanting to be in Charlotte? No. And he said it like it was an inconvenience for him yeah. to have to go all the way there. <laughs> All right, here comes Doug. He's got an 11-year-old son, and I thought they instantly bonded over their kids. Instant kid connection. Yep. Yeah, that was good. Jackson, fitness model, had that in quotes. Pink shirt, pink tie. Wouldn't you believe it? He wasn't the only guy with that combo. Mm-hmm. Um, You said worst opening line from David. Doug got down on, or excuse me, Jackson got down on one knee, 
and he gave you the old uh the old like motivational poster line life isn't measured by the number of breaths we take but by the number of moments that take our breath away jackson that moment took my breath away because i gasped but it was that bad <laughs> bad Sucked intro the air out of the room <laughs> yeah <laughs> took everybody's breath away next up uh joe Joe's got a real bad hairline. He brought a lot of energy, but the hairline looked like one half of McDonald's arch. I felt bad for the It's guy. hard to come back from that. It's yeah. hard to come back from that <laughs> hairline. It's an unforgivable hairline. I, and the hairline itself wasn't necessarily that bad, but the hairstyle do, was not a did not it was not a good match for the hairline. Nope. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ari. A.B. Ari comes out looking good. He looks good, A.B. But I will say that his tie was one of the skinniest I've ever seen. It was barely wider than the buttons on his shirt. But he's got a good look, and she kind of lingered looking at him. Do you have anything special about Ari's intro? Nope, nothing special. Keep it moving. Kyle says she looks beautiful. Chris, seen this, seen the guy look like Chris a million times. Yeah, I, I got the feeling. I know... I. I remember Chris from something. I don't know if he was on another season of Bachelor in Paradise or if I'm just he just reminds me of another dude on this show. He looks like about 10 other guys I've I can think of. Yeah, I've Chris definitely gave me that familiar feeling yeah. watching him. Aaron, biology teacher, did you think those glasses were real or do you think they're fake? I was confused by what he was doing with those glasses. Because he immediately took them off. Was he acting like he's a dork because he's a biology and chemistry teacher? Is that what he's going for? That's what I thought. But then he was like wearing them later. I don't understand. Aaron, that's a nobody. <laughs> Alessandro kisses both of her cheeks mm. kind of aggressively. Says that's how we do it in Brazil, though. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> no, he, she goes, that's how we do it back home. And she goes, oh, where are you from? And he goes, Brazil, like with a Missouri accent. <laughs> I didn't understand. <laughs> I didn't buy it. <laughs> I said the whole act was fake. <laughs> Call me xenophobic, but I didn't buy it. <laughs> Next up, Jeff. What would you make of Jeff's entrance, A.B.? 
coasting on that skateboard in the back of the limo. Whoa, oh. <laughs> Mr. Fucking Cool. God, he's cool. <laughs> I'll tell you what that reminded me of. Rim. There was some g- video game that I used to play, and you could you could grab onto the back of cars, and it was a racing game, and you you were on a skateboard, and you could grab on and just ride with the cars. And it was called something. That act of doing that, of holding onto a car and getting dragged along, is called something. But I don't remember what it is. God. I need someone to tell me that on the Rosecast line. What that yeah. game was, number one, and what that act is that Jeff was doing. Coasting along, grabbing onto a car on a skateboard. God, dude, I, f- I feel like I know what game you're talking I, about, too. Obviously, the go-to for, the go-to for me is uh, Michael J. Fox and Back to the Future. You see yep. that, just to get around. Um, and right here, I'm going to put in Huey Lewis in the news. That's the power of love. Yeah, if you know what we're talking about, specifically if you know what game we're talking about, seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four or Rosecast ES on Twitter, folks. Mm-hmm. All right, let's keep it moving. Jeff is fucking cool. A plus <laughs> entrance, I said. Smooth. Um, here comes Larone. I think the fact that you're a single mom is one of the most attractive things about you. Here comes Stevie AB. The uh, the group dork, the group kind of uh, dweeb, the guy who grew up getting shoved into lockers mm-hmm. and is now overcompensating for it as an adult. Stevie is a party MC, and he definitely has that look. What'd you make of Stevie coming in with the Sony handheld boombox? Dancer, MC, and entertainer rim, and he <laughs> entertainer is he good. Looks, <laughs> he looks the part. <laughs> I I hope Stevie sticks around for a while. He's going to be a rich short source of content for us. Charlie, khaki suit, not quite pulling it off like Obama. Who can? He had a wrinkled ass suit, Rim. It might have been a linen suit. You never know. Which would be unacceptable in North Carolina. <laughs> um, Tony, here's a dork. The name's Charming. Prince Charming. He's got a glass slipper on a pillow. It was awkward because then she's like, okay, uh, trash line, but like, what is your actual name? Let me, I, you never told me. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of guys forgot to tell her their names. I'll tell you what about Emily. You ever seen someone handle a limo night better? She did a really good job. Made them all feel at home. No one it didn't make anyone look like an idiot, even though they, most of them were. She handled every encounter, I thought, perfectly. Yeah, I mean, I can't recall someone handling a limo night poorly, I guess is my problem. I've only seen JoJo and Rachel, and they both did an okay job. That's fair. So, I can't <laughs> compare it. I can't compare it to anybody else. She did, I'll put it this way. She did a good job, especially when you consider how freaking nervous she was before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was nervous enough that by the from the time they finished the interview in the vampire room to the time they got to the front door, Chris had to stop and be like, yo, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> Randy. Um he comes up with it. This was, I was flummoxed by this, Alex. Randy came up in a grandma costume for some reason. Doesn't explain why. No tie, takes off the grandma costume. What's, no tie, no jacket, just here? a vest. What's going on? What's the, what's the point? What's the bit here? Later on, when they were talking about who was going to get roses, they're like, you think the grandma costume was enough, man? Like, seriously. <laughs> they're like, you think that clinched it for you? I don't know. Probably not. I would guess. <laughs> I would say it's working against him. All right. Uh, next up is Nate. And I said that his entrance ended before I could take any notes. Nothing on Nate. Moving on to Brent. 41. Whoa. Took me aback a little bit. 15 years older. 
than Emily. Is Brent the guy with six kids that we find out about later? Six? Yes, six. Six. Even, yeah, that's that's too many kids for the show. But if the spin zone, the thing we rag on people is leaving your kids at home to come on this reality show. If you have six kids, chances are one of them or two of them are probably yeah, one of them enough to watch, watch everybody. So probably, <laughs> they might not even notice you're gone. Uh, I'm not saying got... it's too many for him to come on this show. I mean, that's too many for you to win this show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's, <laughs> this ain't the fucking 1978 Brady Bunch, bud. Uh, shout out to the Brady Bunch movie. Underrated ass movie. Very funny. John. All my friends call me Wolf. Can you imagine? Terrible nickname. (laughs) Fucking terrible nickname. Imagine going on this show and be like, I'm Tim, but all my friends call me Big Young Reezy the Dunk Machine. (laughs) (laughs) A.K. Rim. Like, what does that mean? (laughs) Why do they call you Wolf? You know what? I don't want to know. Nice to meet you. Uh, Travis. You got anything on Travis? He's carrying an egg. That's kind of cute. An ostrich egg, Grim. Tell you what, my uncle had an ostrich farm. A little, little sneak into my life. You might not have known. Had an ostrich farm. I knew exactly what that egg was when he (laughs) fucking walked off the limo. I go, that's a fucking ostrich egg if I've ever seen one. I've eaten them. I've seen them. Uh, I've, yeah, I've I've done it all with ostriches. Well aware. Great gimmick, and it worked for me. I've known you for 20 years, and I had no idea that you knew anything about ostriches, let alone an experience on a farm. (laughs) I'm very experienced in ostriches, period. (laughs) But loved what he did. (laughs) Loved what he did, but this is a huge mistake, having this ostrich egg. Oh, really? I don't know if you caught what he said. He said he's going to have this egg around for his entire time because it's going to represent how we'll take care of Emily and Ricky. I like you don't that. want to have a gimmick that you have to carry on for multiple episodes, if you think about it. Yeah. Like, think about the people that have had these long-standing gimmicks. Did they ever win? St. Oh, Nick, did he job. win? He's in his fucking St. Nick costume for multiple episodes? Mm-mm. It's a good idea on paper. Because remember in middle school that we had, like, baby think-it-overs? And if your school couldn't yeah. afford baby think-it-overs, you just had to take an egg home? Sure. Well, th- I kind of like that bit. It just seemed like, oh, I'm going to be a caring father. Like, prove it. He was constantly proving to her that he would be a good father sure. and husband, even when they're not conversing. So I like it's on paper. It's good. But you're right. When it's time to go skydiving, yeah. what do you do with the egg, bug buddy? <laughs> what are you doing with the egg? All time. Next up, Michael. This is the standard um, token long haired guy. And Michael is not pulling <laughs> it off. Uh, Michael gave her a guitar pick, which is like, here, here's a little piece of plastic. You throw this away. Like, that's not. <laughs> Can you get rid of that's this good. for me? Yeah. Here, it's a guitar pick. You don't have any pockets, so <laughs> just put it off to the side, I guess. Jean-Paul, marine biologist, mixes patterns with his shirt and tie, which I'm fine with, but Jean-Paul did not do successfully. I'd be out on Jean-Paul for that reason alone. Here's our guy, Narcos. Okay, that's <laughs> okay. That's not. That's not okay. What I just the joke I just made is not okay. But he is from Medellin, which I know Narcos. how to pronounce because of Narcos. That's the joke. Okay, for people who haven't seen the show, Here which is about the notorious drug kingpin Pablo Escobar. Um, Alejandro from Colombia, now living in San Francisco. What was interesting here is that 
did we skip the Brazilian guy? No, we, we talked about him. Emily, when the Brazilian guy came up, was like, oh, I don't know how, I don't know any Spanish words. And then Alejandro comes up, who's much better looking than the Brazilian guy. And she's like, hola, me amo Emily. She's <laughs> yeah. getting, she's going down the Spanish with them. All right, here comes Ryan. Here's the other pink shirt, pink tie guy. We get to know Ryan, especially in episode two. And last but not least, Kalen. AB, what did Kalen do that you alluded to earlier? The man showed up in a helicopter room. The most uh, pretentious thing you could possibly do. I respect him for it, though. If I could afford <laughs> to show up on a helicopter, I would. I mean, say what you want about the guy. It, it had the guy shook in the house. They, <laughs> half the house almost left because they knew they just had no chance with Mr. Moneybags. <laughs> really shook. That That was at a time, too, when the show was like, well, whoever's got the most money. That's someone to really fear in the game. Yeah. <laughs> now, if that happened now, I think the guys, a couple guys would be shook, but most of them would be like, you know, forget this guy. Like, he's a douche. He's not going to fall for a douche. They're like, oh, my God, he's got a helicopter. My We're favorite toast. line, after he walks in, after getting off the helicopter, he says to him, I saw you from above. Looked like you were having a little party, a little cute party. <laughs> Kalen has Where's been to thousands of way better parties than this, <laughs> this party that all these guys have never even experienced anything like it. Oh, man. I call I them love, Bruce I Wayne, Adrian's. Rem. I don't know about you. I call them Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> and you, and just like Bruce Wayne, I liked him. So far, I've seen two episodes, and I can tell you, everybody who tries to come at Jeff gets smacked down back Kaylin. to where they belong. Kalen, excuse me, gets smacked down to where they belong. And, like, they can't outsmart him. No. Like, Kalen's, <laughs> Kalen's, like, bulletproof to me at this point. We'll see how it ends up. But, um, Okay. So that's the entrances, 25 guys total. Let's go quickly, 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 because we're already past a half hour, <laughs> quickly to the cocktail party, um, and we'll focus a little bit about on uh, Ari's one-on-one -on -one time. A couple things I want to mention, you, you said earlier, Brent has six kids, and his go-to line was, you want to see pictures. No, she doesn't. She said yes because she's nice. She doesn't want to see pictures <laughs> of your six children. As soon as you said she has too many names to remember already tonight. She doesn't want to learn about your kids. No, not at all. Too many, too many kids for this situation. Too many. Good on you for having six kids, but too many for The Bachelor. Um, what'd you make of Chris giving the, the custom bobbleheads to her and then acting out a scene? I'm a bobblehead guy. They could have gone without the scene, though. The scene was too much, I think. Scene, scene was a little much. Uh, anything on Jeff's one-on-one -on -one time with Emily, other than that he appears to be the man? He's, he's, he's the man, and he proves it every time he's on the camera. Jeff looks very comfortable out there, almost too comfortable. It's <laughs> good. He's a natural in this game. Um, Doug, his son wrote Emily a note, which turned out to be a full-page college-ruled letter. Yeah. 500 words like how much i like one time i was we were on a field trip at the art museum and i got in trouble for running up and down the stairs and my teacher made me write 500 words and that's how long <laughs> the note it was listen doug's gonna lean on this kid thing way too much it's gonna be the end of him i can already tell i don't remember him from when i watched it but he's gonna lean on the like you use the kid thing to get your in which he did and it worked but then you got to get down to you and her. What what you what do you two? Do you have any chemistry? Because it can't just be all about your two kids. That's true. That's true. We've seen it time and time again. Yeah. Wait till next episode, AB. Um, he really he won't talk about leaning into it. He's ready to fight anybody 
<laughs> brings it up. Uh, last thing before we get to the RE one-on-one time, Stevie the DJ kept roasting the helicopter guy. This was before he got too drunk, which happens later in the <laughs> season. But Stevie the DJ keeps roasting the helicopter guy to the group and his face. The DJ guy is is probably in the wrong, logically, but I don't mind him mixing things up with the He's helicopter fucking guy. jealous, though, Rim. That's all this is. It's pure yeah. jealousy. You yeah. can tell it on his face. He's so jealous. That's a good observation because it's not like I'm speaking for everyone. It's It's got no. a tone and a feeling like I don't like that you make a lot of money because <laughs> Stevie, the, the the DJ and the MC with the Sony handheld Sony thing, is pro- he's never going to have a helicopter, I have a feeling, and he knows <laughs> that. And that's, what, that's what bums him out. Let's talk about the RE one-on-one time. True gentleman, I thought, AB, offers her his jacket. Yeah. So far, I'm very impressed. What do you got on Ari's uh, one-on-one time with Emily? He brings up the the race car thing. That was a gr- a great move, you know, checking if she's all right because he was he was ner- a little nervous about that. Let's her know he's thinking about her feelings before the show even starts. Whoa, yeah, first thing I like that move from him. Her face though was not. You could tell she didn't like that. Well, it hit her by surprise. I think it hit her by surprise. Yeah, absolutely. But in the end, to kind of talk about a 180, she said, well, that's the only sport I know about, and I have great memories at the racetrack. So I it very quickly went it from flipped. major disadvantage to, like, that's something they could actually connect over, which yep. surprised me. Yep, I agree. So I thought I thought Ari looked good. He, he treated Emily like a true gentleman. Skin looked a little splotchy under the interview lights. I'm going <laughs> to blame that on Chris Harrison and ABC. The lights were too bright for Ari. Uh, but overall, I was, I was impressed. I, if I were to rank Ari, if I were watching the show in real time, I would have had him in my top three here. Easy. I agree. Yep. After the cocktail. First impression, Rose goes to Doug. Good for him. The letter worked. Big eye contact guy. Too much eye contact. When Well, we didn't mention this, but when she was reading the letter, he was staring at her reading the letter. Yeah, it's weird. A little too much. Look at the letter. Maybe I don't know. Take a. I don't know. I don't know. Take I can't tell you how to handle that situation. Something. But he was. It was staring. No kiss though. Ab. Much tamer in the old days. Would you agree? I think it just has to do with Emily, the Bachelorette, more so than the olden days. Really? Yeah. You think it's like respect for your daughter type of situation? Like yep, that's exactly what I think. I think there's going to be a lot less kissing if I think there's going to be a lot less kissing this season, honestly. You know what? Good, because it's become so frequent that the moments are not special, AB. Yep, I hear you. I want want to feel when I can't believe I'm saying this, but I want those (laughs) moments to feel like, you know, you're watching a movie and you've you've been teased this whole time. And finally, the end, the two characters get together and they share like this romantic moment. I don't want it to be Brian Abasalo, like taking Rachel off to a dark and shady corner and be like, get over here. (laughs) Not my not my brand of kissing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's run down the rose ceremony. Here's who got here's who got uh, roses in order. Chris, bobblehead guy. Football Ryan, helicopter Kalen, race car Ari, obviously. Duh. Um, I'll call Charlie Tansuit Charlie. Okay, we'll leave Tansuit Charlie. I feel like I've dug a hole with Charlie that the <laughs> listeners won't forgive me and allow me to get out of. Tansuit Charlie. 
cool ass CEO, awesome. Wish I was pals with him, Jeff. Nate, super forgettable. Nothing on Nate. Sean, cool guy I follow on Twitter. Joe, uh, the wannabe funny guy. When he, uh, I noticed something about Joe when he accepted the rose. Slurred his words a little bit. All right, it's a long night for Joe. <laughs> Kyle, another boring guy. Aaron, biology teacher. Alejandro from San Francisco. John, a- aka Wolf. John's going out in the mid the mid episodes. I can guarantee that. Alessandro uh, from Brazil. Michael with the long hair. Stevie, the party DJ. Stevie reminded me of Alex from uh, JoJo's season. Don't you think? Both in attitude and looks a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Yep. Tony, Italian guy? I don't know. His name's Tony. That's why I put Italian guy. Uh, Travis, ostrich ostrich egg guy. Um, <laughs> Travis kind of broke some unwritten rules when he he received the last rose. Like, he made a big deal out of it. It's like, dude, some guys are going home here, and you're just, you're showboating. <laughs> Travis, that struck me the wrong way. I think you've been there before, Travis. No roses. Um, I don't know who didn't get roses, and I don't, don't care. care. I don't, don't care. care at all. Do not care. Couldn't One care thing less. about the rose, <laughs> don't care at all. One thing about the rose ceremonies for a five-year-old season is we don't. It's not that big a deal. Like we know who gets the rose. Spoiler alert: Like Ari goes pretty far. Okay, folks. Like <laughs> if you haven't seen the season, Ari goes pretty far. Well, right? I already said the winner of the show of the show a while ago. And although, on, yeah, in other episodes, guest, yeah. So yeah, that's true. We'll say the winner in a few episodes, too, once it becomes obvious. Um, I do know that the 41-year-old guy with six kids didn't get a rose. I had a whole – I was roasting him for like a whole paragraph in my night, in my notes, and then I, he started crying. So I feel bad, and I'll just omit that. Yeah, I felt bad for him. I didn't realize he was 41 either. Yeah, and then, you know, it's that one means thing – 50 now. Yeah. <laughs> he's, no, he's 46. 50. He's 46. Yeah. We, and we don't was know the story behind – it five years old? When did this when did this? Air? 2012. 2012. Oh, okay. And we don't know, like, his story, like, yeah. he his wife could have tried to... It's one thing for, like, 25-year-old women to go on the show and not get a rose first night and be like, I'm never going to find love. Like, we'll roast you for that, because that's yeah. an absurd notion. But 41-year-old guy with six kids is screwed, more or less, all right? Like, he's <laughs> he's in a much more difficult spot than, you know, beautiful 25-year-old woman. Um, so that, yeah, I felt bad about... That. We're not even showing him enough respect to give him a name. Is it Brent? I think it was Brent. Oldest Brent in history, by the way. There's no 46-year-old <laughs> Brents. Uh, and then some other dude whose name I don't know, he said it felt like my heart fell on the floor and got trampled. Met her 10 minutes, you know, yeah. talked to her for two minutes, met her three hours ago. A little extra, buddy. What'd you make on the coming up the season on The Bachelorette? Did you catch that? Yeah, it looked good. It looked good. I didn't have anything... Well, see, you're unimpressed because you've seen. All I remember. These I've seen all the. You got to remember. I've seen all this stuff. Yeah, so well, I mean, I'm I, excited I for them to go to London, AB, and France, sure, and see Dolly Parton. Sure. I'm excited. Don't don't fucking tamp down sure. my excitement because you've seen <laughs> it before. Sure, it's all good. Let me tell you, it's all good. Uh, okay. I was well, more impressed, Rim, by the after the show when it was the guy that got let go, and he's he's like, what would he say? She missed a know. chance on this body. She didn't get to see this body. You, oh, I didn't did catch you watch that. that part? You didn't get no, that was part? it Daniel? Was it Daniel? 19-year-old <laughs> Daniel? It was basically Daniel. So this guy, this douchebag walks out after he gets let go, and he's, he says something to the effect of, she not only missed out a chance on me, 
in my heart, but she missed out on a chance of my body. And then he starts disrobing Rim. And at first, I'm just like, okay, this guy's a fucking scumbag. Then he disrobes Rim. I swear to God, it's the best body I've ever oh. seen. You understand me? This is a one. <laughs> she missed back. out on a once in a lifetime opportunity to get that body. <laughs> You understand? Right. I'm to, how did I miss this? I don't know. You have um, to go back and watch it. You know what? I'll tell you what. If I'm ever on this show, I'm going to do that same thing. <laughs> that same line. Rim, 5'11 five, five and three quarters, 230, pale. <laughs> AB, one thing I noticed is uh, they kind of spoil a lot of stuff. Like, you can basically tell it makes a top six. I think that was another reason now. I didn't pay. I don't, I don't pay that much attention to those anymore. Because if you really pay close attention to those what's going to happen in the rest of the season uh, clips, you're going to spoil the entire season for you. So I don't I don't watch those that close anymore, especially I'm not trying to see who's in what scene like I'm I'm looking at it kind of with squint like like my squint my eyes a little bit. So I can't really tell who the characters are. But yeah, I don't they pay should, that close they attention. They should blur out the faces because the yeah, they should. The, in now that hair. ABC and ESPN has an actual body. fantasy league for this. Yeah, I'm, of course. Blur out the whole body. Why not? Now that ABC and ESPN has an actual fantasy league for this, like they need yeah. to go out of their way to... Can't have spoilers. Don't don't be spoiling it. Um, okay, so that's all we had on uh, episode one. About 50 minutes. Way too long. Nuke could have told you this was going to happen. <laughs> no, we're going to shoot. <laughs> yeah, big shocker. We're going to shoot for closer down to 40 minutes. Tuesdays and Thursdays, season eight, Emily season recap. We'll include the the link to the ABC episodes in the episode description. We appreciate you listening, folks. I got to tell you, we would also really appreciate if you spread the word, share it with your pals, and maybe if you if you have the opportunity on Apple Podcasts to leave a review. Uh, Roastcast Nation has been good to us in the Apple Podcast reviews in the past, and we love reading those. So we appreciate that. Also, request. I can't do it because they'll they'll snuff me out. Why don't you Rosecast Nation loyalists make a make a post on Reddit, okay? And then you know we'll upvote it. And we'll get it going. There's a lot of people on the Reddit who don't know about it, and I don't I don't want to do it because they'll go. Oh, I know this is so they'll snuff you out on Reddit. AB. It's a it's a intense community, and I'm scared of it to be <laughs> honest. I hear you. So anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to subscribe, and we will talk to you on Tuesday. Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Thursday. We'll talk to you Thursday. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.